BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a Burna less lethal pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Friday, it's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and it's going to be such an awesome day today. There's going to be history. What's the most vicious level of politics? They're trying to destroy Trump. What's their next plans? Do I still believe they're going to finally get him? We're going to talk about Democrats and Republicans tying more than one issue into a bill. Why do they do that? My favorite moment as a radio host... Various primary supporters attacking other primary supporters. All that. So much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I want to begin right here, though, first. Before we do anything else. I need to explain something about how I look at the country right now. How I see the state of things. And... and, and, it, it may sound dark at first, but it's actually not. It's a message of hope. So just just stay with me. 
There, the Daniel Penny story is a story that has captured, honestly, the entire country, way beyond New York City. Daniel Penny, Marine Corps vet, stops a bad man on the subway from hurting somebody. Guy dies, facing manslaughter charges. Illegals jumping cops in New York, already out, no bail, scot-free, eating pupusas as we speak. I need to say something. And I really don't want it to sound as dark as it sounds. Because believe me, I'm going to put a cherry on top of it at the end. People are understandably outraged. Understandably outraged. Hey, here we have this hero, veteran, save somebody. And here we have illegals, trash in this place. And people are, are floored about the illegals and what they've done. Did you see this little exchange? You probably didn't because it was on CNN. Listen to this little exchange. Hey, why do the illegals go spend money in Florida and then come back to New York? Within that group, there is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday. Multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, This particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street. Uh, one of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which they've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh, Why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? Well, because there they go to jail. New York, they don't go to jail. If you try to stop a criminal, you go to jail. But if you are a criminal, you don't go to jail. So here it is. There are places in this country. It is not the country as a whole. But there are places in this country where we... When I say we, I mean you and me, the good people who, who want what's good, where we have been conquered. And conquest, we're actually going to talk a little bit about history tonight on the show and whatnot. Conquest is the nature of man. It is the entire history of the world. As I read on the, the history story about this group or this people or this country and you and you read about the ones who have been conquered. You know, nations get conquered. Tribes get conquered. It's, it's con- getting conquered and conquering. It's a state that many human beings have had to live through throughout history. New York City doesn't belong to us anymore. These, these extremely blue places. We have been conquered there. I'm not saying, I'm not saying we can never conquer them back. But I am telling you something that is hard to accept, but it is something you have got to accept to plan your future, to protect yourself, to understand where we are. You can call it a black pill or whatever you want to call it all you want. We have to have real, honest conversations about where we are. New York City doesn't belong to good people. It belongs to criminals. It belongs to the communists. Why does it belong to them? You know what? I hate to say it. 
Credit to them. They conquered it. They did it through the political process. They worked hard in their local elections. When they had a Democrat in office who wasn't quite enough like Chairman Mao, they primaried him, got him out of office. They busted their butt. They knocked on doors. They donated money. They made sure they filled every single level of government with a committed communist who will do what they want him to do. From DA to mayor to city council to you name it. They worked hard. They fought hard. And they conquered us. We got conquered. There are parts of this country that have been conquered. That I'm not saying we can never conquer them back because that happens. I am saying we have got to have a sober, realistic view of the country we have versus the country we think we have. The truth is, why are any of us shocked that a good guy's in jail and the bad guys are out in New York City? New York City belongs to the bad guys now. They won. You know who gets to determine the laws, rules, who gets to live where, how? You know who gets to determine that in a city? An ancient city. In the year of zero. The year zero. Jesus was born. An ancient city. You know who's going to determine the laws, the rules in that city? The one who wins. When Genghis Khan is sitting outside of the walls of your city, Genghis Khan was always very honest about it. Um, you can submit now and do everything I tell you to do, or I'm going to kill everyone in that city. And you know what? The cities that submitted got what they got. The ones who didn't, everyone died. But the point was... If you weren't strong enough to fight off Genghis Khan, he was going to do with you as he pleased. Because once he took you, it wasn't your city anymore. It may have been your city yesterday. Today, it's his city. And in his city, he does as he pleases. The truth is there are parts of this nation that I love so much, and I know you do too, where we have been conquered. They're not conquering it. We have been conquered. Now we can make plans to, to survive, to solidify the places we can save, to start working on taking the areas we've lost back. Yes, all those things are true. But we have to have an honest conversation about where we are. I love this little soundbite. This little, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Kathy Hochul then and now when it comes to illegals. You want to talk about a state. That has been conquered. Despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this, and to this state, we see, say you are welcome here. We are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. And the richness of the culture and the diversity and the food and the restaurants that we know are going to be coming uh, because of these efforts are, are, are beyond measure. It's just, it's an extraordinary part of our story. And it's woven into the story of New York. They're coming from all over, but we have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. <laughs> so we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else with a smile. You can hear it in her voice, can't you? 
She knows. All right. All right. Enough. We're moving on. That's, I just, I just wanted, it's been on my mind. Just, just wanted to talk about that really quickly. Now let's discuss, let's dig into these Ask Dr. Jesse questions. There are so many good ones and so much history and fun stuff and political stuff and personal stuff. I like that. Jesse, please explain why Congress, Republicans and Democrats, tie things together in one bill. She's talking about your border security in Ukraine. It hurts my brain and it's killing our country. Politically, I understand, but that's where it ends for me. It's old issues, I know, but thank you for bringing it out. She didn't say I can say her name, so I won't. This is one of those things people have been discussing as a, as a campaign talking point for a long time. So this is not, it's, it's not something new. It's certainly not something that, that's unique to me. I came up with this. But, you know, single-issue bills. How many times have you heard people yell that? Or maybe you've yelled it yourself. Single-issue bills. Let's talk about why exactly they do this. And, and talking through the why makes me sick. But let's talk about why they do this and why we need to start holding our own people to account, not just the dirty communists for this stuff. Before we talk about that, let's talk about making sure our dogs are healthier and happier. You know what just sucks your bank account dry? It's staggering. Vet bills. Have you ever had a dog starts to get in poor health? If you've had a dog, you've had a dog that starts getting poor health. They just drain you. You end up having to have pet insurance. I can't believe I'm at the place where I have pet insurance. You know you can avoid the vet, right? You know that our dogs have more health problems than they should. They have those problems because they don't ever get nutrition. What kind of health problems would you have if you had a triple cheeseburger every meal the way I just ate one right before the show? It would be bad, wouldn't it? Pour rough greens on your dog's food so your dog can actually have nutrition. Vitamins and minerals and digestive enzymes, omega oils. Your dog will not only live longer, it will live healthier and better, and your bank account will thank you. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag. Or call 833-33-MY-DOG. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it! Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I do enjoy that song, Chris. It is. They are an American band. And American bands, as everyone knows, are superior to all other bands, as evidenced by groups like CCR and Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, the greatest bands of all time. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. All right. The question was about tying together different issues into one bill. The, the hot one today is, oh, we'll, we'll secure the border if you give us money for Ukraine. You've heard me ranting about this all week. Well, let's just talk. And I know it's kind of a simple point that, that everyone gets, but let's talk about why they do it. It makes me even angrier. These politicians, Democrat and Republican, they tie multiple issues together in one bill for one reason and one reason only. There's never a second reason. They do this out in the open and they do it for one reason and one reason only. So they can never be held to account for the crappy things they vote for because they'll throw all kinds of crap in there 
and they'll for not force people, but they'll make people feel obligated to vote for it because it'll have one decent thing in there. And so when they're called out on the horrible bill and all the crap in it, they can say, "What? Well, well, yeah, but I, but I had to." It's, it's. Um, I want you to picture this. You, you work here in the studio, and and I show up one day, and I say, "Hey, all right, we have uh, uh we have a huge day. These are some things we have on the agenda today. First, uh, I've got a line on a box of gold coins. It's in the backyard. We've got to go dig up a box of gold coins. Then we'll split the gold equally. Also, we have to repave the driveway, tear out the drywall in here, and uh take the trash out." And you can volunteer to do all of that, or you can sit today out. See? Well, I, see, I, I said that I used the gold coins specifically for you, Chris, because I, I, knew, I knew that's all I had to say, and you would be sucked in. Obviously, we all know which direction Chris is going to choose now that the gold coins are out there. But you see, that's what they do. This is what Congress does. If, I'm, uh, if I get elected to Congress, which I tried twice, that's not going to happen. But if I get elected to Congress, and you know about the issues I'm passionate about. What's something I'm majorly passionate about, Chris? Okay, so Chris said, that's a great one. Chris said abortion. I'm majorly passionate about that. And they throw out some horrible, crappy bill with all this pork spending here and just flat-out bribery here and money for solar panels over here, and it all sucks, right? It's all horrible. But then... They throw in some, you pick whatever you want, some outstanding piece of pro-life legislation they put in there as an amendment to it. And that's how they get people like me. They come to knock on my office, hey, uh, Congressman, uh, wow, is that In-N-Out Burger you're eating over there? Anyway, uh, Congressman, we, we would like you to vote for this bill. And I stand up and I say, no, it's crappy. Look at all this stuff. It's bad. Well, I thought you were pro-life. Aren't you pro-life? And if you vote for this bill... You can go back to all your constituents and tell them how pro-life you are. You can do a big press conference today. Hey, man, look, I promised you I'd be pro-life. It's a huge scam. Every time there's a bill with multiple issues in it, they're doing it to cover for themselves, to cover their own rear ends. That's why they do it every time. And this is something both parties do all the time, it drives me insane. And they've been doing it for so long. Again, this is this is why it's a simplistic point. You know all this. You, you've probably been yelling about this forever. They've been doing it for so long that we just, I don't want to say we've accepted it. It still makes us angry. As you can tell, it still makes me angry. But it's not even scandalous anymore. I read, what was it, yesterday or the day before, that article in Politico when they flat out said, it was like paragraph six in the article. Uh, senators have been working for three months trying to tie border security with Ukraine funding. Wait. What? What? Hold on. What? No, no matter what you think about border security and no matter what you think about Ukraine funding, you've been working for three months trying to tie the two issues together? And why are you doing that? So every single one of you scumbags can go vote away our money and our freedom and not be held to account for your crappy votes. 
It's so the Democrats, they'll pass this. Well, they won't end up passing it, I don't think. They'll pass this border security slash Ukraine funding bill. And you know what they'll do? They'll run to the camera and they'll say, look at the money we got for Ukraine. Mainly because they know they're Democrat base. They're a bunch of stupid drones who don't know anything about Ukraine, but they know they're supposed to worship it. We got money for Ukraine. Look at us. And then Republicans, they'll run to the microphone and they'll say, wow, we secured our border just like you always wanted. Isn't that great, guys? That's why they do it. It, it, it makes me sick. Not just that they do it, that it's not even controversial anymore. It's not even scandalous anymore. In a country where we were getting our act together, whoever was running against your congressman, if he did that sort of thing, would be running ads against him because he knew it would make the people so mad. Ads that said, this guy lumped two different issues together. What a scammer. Can you believe this guy? He wouldn't even have to tell you what the issues were. This guy voted for two different issues in the same bill. That should outrage the American people. But we're, the scandal's so built into our politics now, it doesn't. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. What's the most vicious level of politics? Oh, I'll tell you. Before we get to that ugliness, let's get to something cool. Have you ever heard of the Do Good Village? So uh, picture this. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. And what it is, is it's a community, a hundred home community built by Tunnel to Towers. A community for who? Well, if you are a Gold Star family and dad didn't come home from Afghanistan, you have a home there. If you're a catastrophically injured veteran, you lost your legs in Iraq, you need something special, you have a smart home there built for you by Tunnel to Towers. It's not just the individual homes provided for these people. It's that they now have a community where they come together and heal together. That's where your $11 a month goes. Widows, orphans, veterans. That's what you do when you support Tunnel to Towers. 11 bucks a month. Sign up to give it automatically. You never know it's gone. T, the number two, T.org. T2T.org. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I almost forgot. We forgot to pay homage to somebody before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Today's a big anniversary. You don't, you don't know about it, Chris? Oh, 10 years ago today. Bill de Blasio murdered a groundhog in New York. Don't you remember? You don't remember them? You don't remember this? Chris, you have to go pull up the video. See if the audio is any good. It probably won't play on radio. I remember it like it was yesterday. He had to go out and do the the, the politician thing, and they hand him this this adorable groundhog named Charlotte, and de Blasio, because he's a big stupid oaf, holds up the groundhog, and he tries to, you know, baby finger it. I'm sure he's never had a construction job in his life. He's got these little girl hands, even though he's nine feet tall, and he just bumbles the, the, the groundhog, and groundhogs, they're not... You know, they're not house cats. They're not made to be body slammed by Bill de Blasio from 10-foot eye, and the freaking thing dies. Rest in peace, Charlotte. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, de Blasio. (laughs) All right, quit. Dear Shogun Oracle, I just read a quote from Henry Kissinger that said, 
The reason that university politics is so vicious is because the stakes are so small. What do you think is the most vicious level of politics? Well, I wanted to talk to you about this, actually. Uh, Now, first of all, I need to be clear. National politics, obviously, can be pretty hard-nosed. It it can be very, very, very hard-nosed. When I, look, when I was running for Congress, I look. We'll make it about me. Let's talk about me for a moment. When I was running for Congress in Arizona, it was. I'll tell you, it was a lot for my family, my wife, my parents to turn on the television set, you know, watch the NFL game, whatever, whatever people were watching, and there was, there was all of a sudden an ad about your son, about your husband, making him look like. A monster. It's 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 one thing to have somebody say that about you. It's another thing to have that be on television commercials. And then you find yourself, you know, looking around. Oh my gosh, do people people don't believe that, right? Oh wow, that's really. T- it was. Uh, think about what that was like. And remember, I'd never been involved in politics before, and so we didn't. It's not like we grew up that way. It was a lot. Now I will be. I'll be honest. It never bothered me, and it still dumbfounds the wife to this day why it never bothered me. It's just what people think this does not bother me. It does not. It, ne- it never bothered me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I thought it meant I was in the fight. I enjoy the fight. I enjoy them hitting back. I enjoy hitting them. I, I enjoy it. I like it. It makes me feel alive. That's not fun for a lot of people, though. There are a lot. Most people aren't sociopaths like I am. So that's a lot. So, again, national politics, that, that gets to be a lot. The most vicious politics, the most vicious politics you will find, though, they're local politics. And I, I was hesitant to say this because I always tell you to run for local office, but I think it's important people understand what they're getting into. And I don't want you to be afraid of it. Remember, we need you. We need you on that school board. Not the guy across the street, not another lawyer. Not a, we need you on the school board. We need you in the state house. We need you on the city council. Anyway, local politics is so vicious, and it's so vicious for a couple different reasons. One of the main reasons local politics is so nasty is it comes to you where you live. And it comes to you, whatever you're doing. And here's what I mean. You run for local office. You're going to run into people who hate you in the grocery store. You might run into your political opponent at church on Sunday. It gets personal. People you know, neighbors of yours. Oh, they put up a yard sign for your opponent instead of you. Then you're looking across the street. Wait a minute. That's that's Susie's house. I brought her cookies when her cat got sick. What, what's Susie? What? It hurts worse because it's personal. It's where you live. It's people you know. It's people you interact with. And it's worse because the people who get into these seats, they jealously guard the power they have like you can't even imagine. The people think people think the worst politics are the most vicious politics that it's Washington, DC. And oh yeah, that's that's very hard nosed, but local office? You take somebody who has run for city council, 
They've been sitting on the city council for 10 years. This is a human being who is used to dictating which direction the city goes. Now you try to take that power away from them. They will fight you tooth and nail. And this goes way beyond places, you know, well, yeah, of course, it's New York City. This goes to small town America. I was actually swapping text messages, not yesterday, the day before, with somebody, well, doesn't matter who it is. You would know this person, but he was getting involved locally in a tiny rural town in a western state, and he got absolutely screwed by the local politicians there, and they just flat out did him wrong. It, it looks... It looks like it was probably illegal. Small town politics is more nasty than any other version. That is the truth. Jesse, what's your favorite moment from the uh, from your years of being a radio show host? Favorite moment. Oh, man. I'll tell you this. This is going to sound really cheesy. I don't even want, you know what? I don't even want to answer it. It's going to sound really cheesy. Okay. All right. I'll answer it, Chris. This is going to sound very cheesy and it's going to sound like I'm a better person than I am. Uh, trust me. I'm going to get there. I, I like to have uh, some sort of meaning behind whatever I'm doing. A mission, if you will. I'm a, I'm a very mission per, uh, mission-focused person. I want a mission. I don't just want... Uh, this or that or career or whatever. I want a mission, a, a goal of some kind. And believe me, I know that makes me sound a lot better than I am. I'm a piece of crap. All right. But I needed a mission. It's part of the reason I joined the Marines. It's the entire reason I ran for office when I got out. It's why I stayed in politics instead of going back to work construction. When I was in, I wanted a mission. It's part of the reason I was done selling RVs after I got done with all that. It was good job, good living. I, I'm glad I did it. I needed, I needed a mission. So we started doing this, and the show ended up, it ended up blowing up to where it is now. It's crazy. It's crazy that the show is big now. I just can't believe that. Anyway, so we started doing this five years ago, and the, the, the thing blew up on us. But remember, I don't do, uh, I don't sit down and do a show for a crowd. Radio is very isolated. I'm sitting here by myself in a studio. There's Jewish producer Chris behind the glass. Producer Michael's behind the glass. But other than that, this we work in a three-man office every day. There's not cheering cheering crowds or whatever. I don't I don't see you laugh when you laugh. Like we don't know. So you don't really understand that the show is meaningful for people until you start to get their interactions. Either remember we did the book tour. The book tour just blew me away. We they had they had uh, they had figured that we would be two hours at each location. It was th- four hours, and even then, it was difficult to get through everyone. The lines were around the block, uh, and and you talk to these people and what they mean, what the show means to you. That floored me. And honestly, I got this text message the other day. Uh, I don't know if I should read who it's from. It was from one of our whatever. I got this message the other day from, from an advertiser you would know. I need to tell you this. This is what he texted me. We just did a call with one of your listeners. He's a convicted felon, nonviolent drug charges, did six years. And during that time, by his words, he found Jesse Kelly and Jesus and has completely changed his life and is doing really, really well now. Uh, 
just know that you're doing some good work and so on. That kind of stuff, it doesn't make my day. It makes my entire life. That there's, that there's a dude right now listening to me in the joint and maybe for whatever reason the show has helped him turn his life around a bit he's about to turn things around and just have a changed life that it helps kids i mean we get emails from kids i listen at night when i go to sleep my mom and dad aren't doing that well i listen like that stuff that honestly i'd do it for free i'd do it for free for that that's freaking awesome all right enough of that sappiness quit Somebody's mad at DeSantis supporters. Someone else is mad at Trump. We haven't done Trump and DeSantis stuff for a while. That'll be offensive and wonderful. Let's do that real quick before we do that. Maybe offensive to you what I'm about to talk about, no matter who you support. So time to go grab your male vitality stack and buck up. You need, you need your T levels where they need to be. Otherwise, you can't ever hear these hard conversations. Get a male vitality stack in your body from Chalk. Get a female vitality stack in your body from Chuck. By the way, another great moment. Remember it happened a couple weeks ago. 67-year-old man couldn't afford a whole male vitality stack from Chuck. I reached out to Seton at Chuck. They sent him one. How freaking cool is that? No, don't email me again. He can't do that again. But they are on sale. Everything's got a huge discount through the end of February for the lifetime of the subscription. So pounce on that soon. All right? choq.com find out how much better natural herbal supplements can make your life chalk.com promo code jesse go get a subscription we'll be back what chris we can make jokes it's fine you got that right the jesse kelly show it is the jesse kelly show we have so much more to get to on a friday and ask dr jesse friday we're gonna talk about human nature and conquest someone wants to know why someone like vladimir putin tries to conquer things we're gonna talk about entertainment creating it right now though there are a couple different questions desantis and trump talk we haven't done that in forever which one should we do first chris we'll deal with this guy first because it's the top of my stack hey jesse What do you think of DeSantis supporters who not only say they sit out November, but they're actively trying to destroy President Trump on social media to the benefit of Biden? They openly admit they want the country to crash and burn with Biden as long as Trump doesn't get reelected. Okay. All right. There's a lot to this, so let's dig in here. First and foremost, you mentioned that it's on social media. Now... I will throw up, I try to throw up a few things a day on Twitter. I don't really have any of the other social media stuff. I have them, but I don't have them on my phone. I never really look at them. I'm never there. But you know what I don't do? I don't spend a lot of time on social media. And here's why. Let me explain. It can give you an extremely false sense of how things are going how people think, how people really react. I warned everyone in the very beginning of the primary. I warned everyone, Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters. I warned you all what would happen. The candidates themselves, you should toss all the mud at the candidate you oppose. That's what a primary is for. But I warned you, The people 
in the opposing camp. The supporters, they're your people. They just support someone different. Trump supporters and DeSantis. I've been to a Trump rally. I've been to a DeSantis event. I know the people. They're all the same. They're the same people. You want the same things. Slightly different. Obviously, some value different things because they are two very different men. But the people, if you're a Trump fan, the DeSantis people are not your enemy. If you're a DeSantis fan, the Trump people are not your enemy. But here's what happened in that primary. In the primary, it never got extremely competitive. Trump never got close, or DeSantis never got close enough to Trump. It did, however, get vicious between the supporters themselves. It went from, if you're a DeSantis supporter, I hate Trump and the vax stuff, or, or if you're a Trump supporter, I hate DeSantis and he's disloyal. It went from that to, you're a stupid idiot, loser, I hate you for supporting Trump, I'll kill you. It turned into that kind of craziness. It turned into people being terrible to the supporters of others. And here's the thing. We love, especially dudes, I don't want to speak for women here, but especially dudes, we love uh, drastic things and we love extreme things. Dudes love movies like uh, Man on Fire. You ever see that movie? It's a great Denzel Washington movie. You never saw it, Chris? It's right up your alley. Dude is a killer. He's an assassin and they managed to make him mad and he just goes around killing a bunch of people. Like putting explosives up their butts and stuff like that. Crazy stuff. Now, that's obviously not ideal. You don't want to go around killing people and stuff like that. But dudes love that movie. You know, John Wick. I'm going to go shoot a bunch of people in the face because my dog died. That's a little extreme, but we love that stuff. And in politics, we love things like this. This is what I, you'll see this a lot. No, we're going scorched earth on them. And we're going scorched earth. No, it's time to go scorched earth on DeSantis supporters. Well, that's fine. The problem with scorched earth is the earth tends to be scorched when you're done. If you start throwing nails at the supporters on the other side, and both sides did it, so don't say, I didn't, I didn't, maybe you didn't, both sides did it. It quickly descended into a fight of supporters instead of the candidates themselves. You start in on that, well, sometimes those wounds don't just heal up. In 15 minutes. Now I do want to come back to this. Remember. Social media is not reflective. Of the attitude of most people. Are there DeSantis supporters. Who will not support Trump ever again. Of course. Not just because of the primary. Half the reason a lot of DeSantis supporters. Are DeSantis supporters. Is because they have real axes to grind. Of various kinds with Trump. Are there some that will never support him again? Of course. Is that the vast majority? No, it's not. It's not. The vast majority are planning on voting for Trump this November. Don't sit in stress about what one dude on Facebook or whatever said. I'm never voting Trump again. There are some people out there like that for sure. Are there a bunch of them? It's not the, it's not the majority, no. No, it's not. But in a primary... When you take the guns away from the candidates themselves 
and you start aiming those guns at the supporters of the other guy, people don't get over that right away. Lots of times they don't get over that right away. And that's the way it goes. Again, scorched earth sounds great until you need to plant some crops after the war. And then you find out, wow, the earth is scorched. Who did that? All right. Now, someone else, that was a a pro-Trump guy. This guy's mad at Trump about primaries. He wants to talk about Trump and Trump primaries, creating entertainment. We have so much to get to. We also have to, again, have another little chat about Janet Yellen coming out and just flat out admitting that, oh, we're not, we're not even trying to get prices How down. do you convince Americans and voters that those prices might not go back to where they were before the pandemic? Well, I think most um, Americans know that pri- prices um, are not likely to fall. It's not the Fed's objective to um, try to push the level of prices back to where they were. Yeah, uh, please get some gold or silver, please. Oxford Gold, they handle this stuff for you, and they handle it for you in a straightforward and easy way. I've got, I've got emails here, all kinds of emails from people talking about the ease with which Oxford will get gold in your hands. They'll get it in your retirement. You don't have to stress how to do any of these things. Oxford handles it all. This is for normal people. Give them a call. They can't give you financial security unless you call them 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Two hours left. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannacarum, here to announce a new season of our show, In Retrospect which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. 
From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.